everybody. You're kicking it with the Homeboys and the Homeboys podcast, where we talk everything in the world of real estate investing. Whether you're just getting started or a seasoned vet, we're going to show you our 40 years of combined real estate experience and help you on your investing journey. Today, we are diving into the Homeboys portfolio. And we're going to find out exactly what Scotty and I are investing in. Last week, we said that we were bulking up our portfolio. This week, we're going to get into specifics and tell you exactly what we are investing in. As always, I'm here with my buddy and partner in crime, Scotty A. What's happening, brother? Well, it's really good to be here. I'm excited to uh, talk about what we're investing in, but not just because I'm proud of what we're investing in, but because we want this to help people. We want to share with you listeners what to stay away from, what we look for in a property, and what gets us excited and gets us buying and holding. It's good to have you next uh, next to me here. We've been out of the office a lot. Yeah, you I've, know, I've lot, missed A lot this. of bad crap going on, but uh, but anyhow, it's, uh, it's good to be back where we enjoy bringing it to the people and trying to help people with the real estate investing journey. And I've missed you, man. Yeah, I've missed you too. And it's, you know, this is my escape. You know, I came in earlier and you and I sat in a room for an hour, hour and a half going over the properties that we we have in our portfolios, the properties we have for our clients, you know, what works best for our clients, what might work for us. And to me, that's the greatest escape ever. I love this real estate stuff. I think that's important for our listeners to know, you know, you and I know that a lot of the people that you hear on social media or podcasts, you know, they're just figureheads just spouting a bunch of, you know, crap that they don't even, you know, do themselves. You know, it's just about, um, you know, trying to make it look sexy and trying to gain viewers. I think it's what, you know, I'm most proud of with this show and our listeners is, hey, we're in this, you know, just like everybody else. We're buying almost every day. Mm-hmm. You know, our portfolios are a centerpiece of um, generational wealth for not only for us, but more so for our kids and for our families. And, you know, it's changed our lives. And we want that to, we want to share that knowledge with other people. We're doing this, man. Yeah, we're doing doing it it forever. We're doing it. We're making mistakes still. We are finding our way out of mistakes. We're finding ways to improve our portfolios. And we're sharing it with you because we want you to do this. We want you to find the success we found. We're two knuckleheads who came from nothing. A couple of children. Yeah. Children who can figure this out. <laughs> right. And if we can do it, you can too. That's the beauty of this. It's, Middle-aged children. Yeah. 40 something. We'll just, right. just leave it at that. I'm not <laughs> yeah. happy with that. I don't want to get any older, man. I'm tired of I it. I know. But, yeah. but I think that that's what's, uh, what's cool about our business is that we can you know, this can be fun. It's hard and you're going to learn a lot of, you know, valuable lessons along the way. You're going to make a lot of mistakes, but you know what? You can smile and do this and have a great time doing it. For sure. And at the end of the day, really, it's easy. As long as you surround yourself with the right, with the right people. And um, we're going to talk again, like we always do about a shortcut to that, which is finding a turnkey provider um, in a city that you believe in, that you trust, that uh, does all the work for you. But as long as you surround yourself with those right people, this can be easy. There will be bumps in the road. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that it's just a smooth ride. It's not. The whole point of surrounding yourself with amazing people with great experience and good ethics is that they help 
those bumps smooth out for you. They help them. They help smooth out the bumps because there will be bumps. Let's start there. Yeah. We talked about we were in a room for an hour talking about, you know, our portfolio. Man, we got a turd oh, that, uh, that we bought. It's uh, a nightmare. You know, down in southern Indiana. It's a nightmare. And, you know, we, we really screwed the pooch on that. You and know, not only did we screw up, but we did what no one should do. You should pay close attention. Do not do what we've done for the last two years which is talk about it for five minutes once a month and just kick that can. And literally the house has sat vacant for two years. We put a roof and windows Mm -hmm. in it two years ago to the day. So where did it go wrong? What like, let's, let's, I mean, we always, it's always fun to talk about the things that are going great. Let's, let's talk about where we screwed this up, you know? Okay. So we, we, it's a giant house. We knew it wasn't going to be the the greatest rental in terms of deferred maintenance because of its size and age. So mm-hmm. it was built in 1890 or 1900. We're not sure exactly, but nobody knows for sure exactly right. because the records 1890 and 1900, you don't see anything built in 1892 or 1901. Right. It's either 1890 right. or 1900. There's something about that, that they just, that's, that's how it was for really old houses back then. Yeah, I guess title just, Interesting they don't, they don't search past Correct. that. You Correct. Know? And right. uh, anyway, that's, yeah. Useless. Yeah, they might have sent a telegram saying that it was built in 18, right. 1872, but we don't have the records of that telegraph. Correct. So, <laughs> so it's right. 1890. Right. So it's an old turd. It's a giant big house. And we thought this would be a cool rental for a client that wants a really big house with good returns in a unique market. Yeah. So we were excited about it to buy for a client. But the more we got into it, the more we realized, you know what? The deferred maintenance on this might be too much for us to, to suggest this for a client. And so then we just sat. And we thought, well, let's sell it retail because it's worth two fifty, three hundred mm-hmm. retail, and we only paid like sixty grand for it, which is sixty thousand too much. Mm-hmm. Um, and we thought, well, let's do that. And then we got wishy washy. We said, well, let's just dump this. You know, we paid whatever we paid for it. Let's stick it back out on the MLS and just someone else can can have this right. project. And nothing. It's really odd. It's really odd. Normally, if we ever make a mistake, it's pretty easier easy for us to just stick it in the MLS and get pass that on to the next investor that wants to mess with it. This one, nothing just crickets. And I think it's because of the size. Um, I think it's because of the same reasons we didn't haven't figured out what to do with it. Well, I mean, I, I I think it's fair to note that, you know, you're talking at, uh, you know, a six figure rehab and you're just not a hundred percent certain of what will happen after you're done with that six figure rehab. Right. If you're, you know, to, if you want to do a retail or you wanted to do, you know, it's just, there's just a lot of unknowns. So, I mean, would you say that it's because we can't, you know, it's too unique of a house? Yes. You know, it's, we, it's, it's everything we tell people not to do. Right. You buy a simple house, you know, not functionally obsolescent, but simple still. You know, that's why we love these 1970s, 1980s brick ranches. They're just simple. And you know what, what to, to gut those. It, it's not that big of a deal with these unique homes from the 18, late 1800s. They're just unique. And every house requires a different level of, of remodeling. And then when you peel the onion back, you don't know what you're going to find. So it's like, if we commit to a hundred thousand dollar rehab, we still don't know that the end product is going to stand up to our typical standards. Yeah. That's a weird situation to be in. Very. You know, I think it's also something just thinking back on it. Could it have been that 
you know, we always say, you know, make it unemotional. You know, don't let your emotions get in the way of a smart investment decision. Did we get emotional at that time because it was so hard for us to find anything to purchase? That is absolutely part of it. Mm -hmm. We were forcing houses into the system that didn't belong because we need them. However, we only did it on like two occasions. Yeah. And the other one turned out fine. We bought a lot of debt. You and I bought a lot of commercial properties at this time because we couldn't find houses. So mm -hmm. we were buying up. We bought half of downtown Elwood, Indiana. Yeah. And we just bought sure it did. with, without great plans. Right. We, we made some decisions on purchasing that are a little painful now in retrospect. However, there's solutions to all this. Neither you, we're not, we're not freaking out about any of this. We just, we realize we've kicked the can on some of these and it's time to yeah it's a little unsettling now to think of and yeah. but you know you know that's part of real estate investing is you know if if you it's like the person that uh, says that they always win at the casino yeah you know you know they're full of crap yeah there's nobody that goes to the casino and just you know bankrolls themselves night in and night out you know everybody's got that one friend that they heard say oh I won again and again and again mm -hmm. real estate's much the same way if you're in it for Definitely as long as Scotty and I, you know, combined, you know, 45 years of being in real estate. And there's a mountain of mistakes for anyone that's been doing it, especially with the number of transactions that we've done. It just happens. And this was, I mean, it's a little unsettling, but you know, I've, I've, I've made so many mistakes over the past. I'm just like, well, you know, it's a lesson learned and you move right. on and don't make that mistake again. Yeah. We're, we were just in this meeting we just had, we said, do we just eat $50,000 loss and just sell it? you know, and just dump it. And the answer was, yeah, you know, for every one loss we have, we're going to have a hundred wins. And that's because we're, we do deal in boring. We deal in very boring, small returns, but we do it over and over. And when we get excited and get outside of that box, you pay the piper, you know, it's, it's, it's a lesson that I hope our, our listeners don't have to learn the hard way, which is just stick to boring cash flowing long-term real estate. That that recipe works. You can people don't listen it. to that though. People don't want to hear that. You know, people want to want to watch uh, flip this house or you know some social media guru. Um, you know that makes it you know look look sexy and the house is staged and all this high end stuff. And right. um, I mean, it's just such a, a big mistake if people go if people go that route. But it sells because it's sexy. I mean, you're yeah. sitting here telling me, yeah, go buy a fourteen hundred square foot nineteen seventy one brick ranch and paint it gray and put white <laughs> on the baseboards and you know in it, elwood it, indiana correct the same blinds <laughs> and everything you know you know yeah. uh, vinyl plank flooring and you know and you know people oh that sounds amazing right you know oh, sounds cool. terribly boring you know, right right but people don't understand that it's safe it works it's predictable mm -hmm. you know um maybe we should listen to ourselves correct i you mean know? we should i mean there's you know, you don't get outside of the, just don't, you don't get outside of that box. I know you, sh every time you do, you get, you get burned. You might get lucky a couple of times, but the ratio of, of success to failure outside of the box that we focus on is very high. Right. It's just very high and people can chase high returns at it. You know, on paper, this house that we're talking about, there's, there's a hundred thousand dollars of profit, you know, on paper. Good luck turning that paper into reality. Talk about it all the time. On you know. paper returns versus real returns. It's, it's not there. You gotta you gotta watch it. No, I'd take a I'd take a rental property that gives me two hundred dollars a month of cash flow over this one thousand times. One thousand right. of them. I mean, 
It's just, we know what works. We got outside of it. We needed properties for our clients too. So we were trying to get creative. And at the end of the day, I think it speaks to our integrity too. I think we should pat ourselves on the back. We could have passed this problem onto a client. We could have easily, mm-hmm. we could have fixed this thing up and just shoved it down their throats. We didn't do that. You know, it, it would have sold. Right. We, we had people out the door begging for houses. We could, we could have sold Very this, true. but we believe in providing the product that we believe in. And when we don't believe in, a, in something we buy, you and I, it becomes a problem. This happened to be one we kicked down the road for longer yeah, than we should have. That's where that's the main the, problem. You know, just, you didn't face reality and just lick your wounds and then move on. Right. We put know? a roof and windows on it so it didn't go backwards so that there wasn't more deterioration right. going on. Basically made it a watertight turd and then that's well said. And then didn't, yeah. uh, didn't look at it yeah. again and just every, every few months Clint, Clint would come to my office. And he'd be like, we need to go see that house. I'd say, yeah, yeah, we need to get down there. Not been one time. Never. Never seen it. And been close to it many times. Oh, I've driven within you know, miles of it. Correct. And not gone. <laughs> right. Gosh. Well, well anyhow, yeah. it's it's good to start off talking about, you know, something that we failed at miserably. I'd like to move on and talk about something that's a little bit more exciting than our failures. And we've been beefing up our portfolio. We talked about it on our last podcast that, you know, we're buyers and you know, we're holding more. Uh, real estate building onto our portfolios. Let's talk about what is uh, the, the the products that are building our portfolios. What uh, what are the homeboys buying? Well, what we are doing? buying exactly what our turnkey brokerage is selling. We're literally buying those same houses, except we're buying the worst of the batch. You know, we uh, we give the good ones out to the clients. It's so true. And People are going to say, "Yeah, right." It's, no, it is one thousand percent factual. We're we're keeping mm-hmm. the worst of the bunch that we can find along the way because they're still great. Even right. the worst ones that we have are great, and we're building six <clears throat> single family homes that are all built between nineteen, say thirty and nineteen eighty. Um, mm-hmm. Big range, different. One of them's kind of gutted. Uh, another one's re, uh, three of them are already rehabbed. We've already rehabbed three of them, right. but they're all standard houses out in the suburbs, out in the boring boondocks. And they all are beautiful, beautiful cash flowing babies. And we're putting mortgages on them. We're just like anyone else would. Right. And we're going to let the tenant pay off those mortgages. And we're going to continue to reap the appreciation over the years on these. And we're making cash flow along the way. We're a little conservative. We put all of our cash flow back into the property to prepay it down. And we only get 20-year loans, I think, on these. Correct. Is that right? 20, mm-hmm. Yeah, we do a 20-year mortgage, which is, you know, typically investors get 30. So we do a shorter mortgage and we reinvest all the capital back into in, into paying down those mortgages in advance, which financial advisors may tell you that's not the smartest thing. But at the end of the day, I want equity in my properties. I want to sleep well at night. If there's a bump in the market or a bump along the road, you and I don't have to stress it because we've got all this equity Correct. and great cash flowing properties. So, well, and you know, we, uh, we're also big believers of living within your means. And you know, there's a lot of people on social media that's going to say, Oh, why would you ever, um, you know, have such a equity position in your homes when you can have more, 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 yeah. well, you know, I'm 45 years old. And, you know, I made a lot, you know, we, you know, made a lot of good decisions early in our career and I like protection and I'm not looking to be, um, you know, a, a 500 millionaire. You know, that's not, that's not, that's not part of my goal. You know, I would, mm-hmm. 
would quit, you know, well before that and tend to tend my garden, you know, before I would, uh, you know, want, want to grow to that, you know, and, you know, really with the way um, I live, the way you live, I mean, it's, it's, I don't think that either one of us really cares to aspire to that when, you know, we're financially stable now, we just gradually, you know, add to that. And I just, I believe in, in, in not being over leveraged. And, you know, there's a lot of people on the internet, social media that are going to say, you know, leverage as much as you possibly can, Grant Cardone, and, <laughs> you know, buy as many properties as you can. It's about um, quantity. What, what, no, quantity, me. not quality. Yeah, quantity, not quality. He actually said that, yeah. Grant Cardone. Um, yeah, and, and I ridiculous. just, I think that, you know, people like that, He's going to hurt a lot more people than he's actually going to help. There's going to be people who yeah. says, "Oh, I'm going to try to be like Grant Cardone, talk about my jets, and I love my jet, you know, and do all this, all this Grant Cardone like stuff." And he's going to hurt people. Definitely, he's going to hurt more people than he helps. And if people will kind of take it slow, be conservative, they don't have to be as conservative as you and I. Mm-hmm. They can get thirty-year mortgages. They can, you know, they can lever uh, up to eighty percent mm-hmm. and. That's, that's fine. We understand that, but you still let those tenants pay off your debt for you. That's the beauty of it. And don't just keep sucking it out every chance you get, you know, build a long-term savings, um, you know, plan with this. And this can be your early retirement. You build up 10 houses that tenants have, have paid off for you over a 20 year period. Like what we do, you build up 10 of those, you know, you're talking an extra $15,000 a month of cash flow minimum that's coming in every month without you doing anything. You can be literally sitting on the beach. That's when you should collect, you know, don't tap your properties out, let them get paid off and then just enjoy all that giant cash flow. You know, while you sit on the beach, raise your, you know, raise your grandkids and, and have, have the family down. You know, but again, that might not be sexy enough. Hey, once they're your houses, your your houses. That's the beauty of this is you can be a, a flashy want to want to have tons of money type of person and still do this business model, mm-hmm. and it works much better than any other one you're going to do. So that's up to you. We don't believe in it. You know, I, you're right. Money is not our motivator. It hasn't been for years. And I very think blessed. that's the most important thing that I could preach to to anybody is like you know I I think that you know, uh, worshiping, you know, money as your, as your, your idol, I think is the, is the wrong thing to do. I think that there's a conservative way of doing this. And and I'm reading a book right now on anxiety and, uh, it's a, it's a faith-based book and, you know, it tells you to basically, you know, check your anxiety and, you know, not to, you know, tries to teach you to to not be anxious. But I talk about Grant Cardone and I literally want to throw this mic across the room. It drives me so crazy. And like my TikTok feed, because I don't like him, you know, it's littered with Cardone Mm -hmm. because, you know, I, I, I dislike him enough that I watch. Right. And then watch, you hate watching. Correct. And then, you know, it's, I've got to, I've got to find better outlets for my uh, blood pressure and for my anxiety than being card. I'm going to call it being cardoned. Yeah. You know, I'll come in and say, I got cardoned all night last night, which means that I was yeah. up on TikTok. Just, you know, hate watching, <laughs> hate watching him as he talks about how rich he can get as he Great. takes the money from your pocket and puts it into his. Oh, gosh. That guy would get his ass kicked so bad if he hung out with me and my friends. Oh, yeah. We talked about that, about what, what it would be like if you pulled up in a Jaguar down at your home hometown with all your good buddies. Like, they would, you literally wouldn't make it into the garage. They would beat you up before Great. you got in there. Like, what are you doing? But there's, there's real honesty in that way of living. You know, there's, there's a, 
I have a, a handful of mentors and so you know them well and they're, they've yeah. been mentors to you too. And, um, and even a client the day was awesome. And a cl- yeah, we had lunch with, with him and I, I talked to Myron, who's a, a client of ours, who's very similar to those guys. I mean, these guys could literally buy the city you live in. Mm-hmm. They could buy the whole city and you can't tell when they pull up, you think maybe I should give this guy a buck. So he has gas money. You know, they live right. They don't flash it. And, and you know how they all did it? The same way we're doing it. Correct. Very conservative real estate investments. That's what all these guys, that's right. why they're millionaires. It's because they did very conservative investments. And it's easy. If you just, just focus on some boring rentals, you don't have to be rich. We talked about your, your friends who are, uh, one is a teacher and the other works at a university. Mm-hmm. And we talked about how they are millionaires now just from owning the real estate. Oh, they haven't like put in gobs of time in it. No, it's literally just, you know, a few good real estate decisions over the course of, you know, 15 to to 20 years and not much work. You know, and you look at what they've got now, it's, it's awesome. You know, and they haven't, I mean, they didn't dedicate their lives to, to doing it. I mean, they didn't dedicate any time, you know, they're my age, you know, it's not like, and, you know, did very little and are, you know, or my age, our age, (laughs) but, uh, you know, now, now they've, they've got this, this great nest egg that can, you know, you know, retire on. And I can, like, I'm, what I'm trying to say is it's easy. Yeah. It doesn't have to be difficult. And, and let me throw one more tip in there that they did that you and I talk about. And it's another thing you and I failed at doing ourselves that they did that we tell other people to do, which is when they moved, they kept the house that they lived in. They did not sell it. They turned it into a rental. It was difficult. They had to save extra for that next down payment. Mm-hmm. It wasn't easy. But besides that, that's all they did. They just kept their last house, turned it into a rental, and moved into their next one. And, you know, we, we had a TikTok where we talked about this. And it was a viral TikTok. We, but we, we had a lot of people stitch it and, you know, a lot of people comment, yeah, that's stupid because you got to sell your property to, to take the money from it and, you know, get another property. And I don't know. I, it drives me nuts, you know, when... when, when and it shouldn't, but when people, you know, doubt these things that we've lived and watched, and I think sometimes, you know, these larger markets like, you know, LA, Chicago, New York, you know, are the people that, that will get worked up a lot because their cost of real estate is so expensive. You know, there's a whole nother world of real estate outside of those jacked up areas. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a whole nother, another world. Yeah. Where your where, average down payment is like seven to $10,000. That's it. Seven to $10,000 on a fa- on an FHA loan because they were going to be moving into that yeah. house is all it took for the next house. And they could keep that first house. Well, I'm in my 13th home. Um, you know, since 01, it's my last, but you know, 10 of those, um, 13 homes, my down payment was less than 20. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, it's, and it's an affordable way to do it. If you focus on the right areas and that's a good tip for these investments too, when you're looking at turnkey providers, you're going to be looking at properties that are under $250,000, right. you know, unless it's a new build, uh, multifamily. Um, but m- most of the single family offerings out there that work, 
in cities uh, like Jacksonville, Florida, uh, uh, where in Alabama, Birmingham, Alabama, Alabama. we've Mm -hmm. seen some good returns, Uh, Cincinnati, Ohio, Indianapolis, Indiana, where we are, Mm -hmm. you know, and when you look in those markets, you're going to be able to get a ton of property for your dollars. So you're, you're only talking about like a $25,000 down payment to get your first investment property. And keep in mind, I said only, I know that's a lot for a lot of people. For sure. However, if you plan that out and you use savings calculators to figure out how much you can save each month and you sacrifice, it's achievable for many people out there. It's very achievable. The reason they're not doing it isn't because they can't achieve that. The reason they're not doing it is because they think it's hard. They don't know how accessible and easy this is. They don't understand the wealth that can build from such a small amount. It's unbelievable how much wealth you can build from that. And you're not even using your money. The bank is going to hand you the money to buy the property. You're only paying for a portion of the property. The bank's giving you the money for the rest. What other investment can you go out there and get money from a bank to buy? None. That's it. Correct. And it works. And you leverage up and you let the property work on its own. You've got property managers in place that do it all for you. And you just sit back and you let the, the system work and you will be a millionaire. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. Amen. I think to sum this up, what are the homeboys, you know, building their real estate portfolio with? One word. Boring. Boring. And people don't like uh people don't like that all the time. They like sexy, you know, they but we are building our portfolios with boring properties i got a really sexy watertight turd they can buy if they're looking for sexy we do have a one watertight turd if anyone wants it hit the homeboys up (laughs) but uh but you know let that be a lesson too you know we also talked about you know the some of the stupid things that the homeboys do but we said on our last podcast we'll say it on this podcast again keep shaking them trees you know get out there Get moving. You know, that's how that's how your portfolio is going to grow. It's, Call a mortgage broker. Go to homeboyspodcast.com. There's all kinds of links for education. There's great links for mortgage brokers who we believe in, who we've worked with, who we our clients use. We get nothing out of that. That We just believe in these folks. They know how to help you. Pick up the phone. Call them. Start looking around at turnkey providers across the nation. Call us if you want. Call, just start doing action, small action steps like that will get you into millionaire status if you let the system work for you. Well, that's our show. If you've made it this far, we'd really appreciate it if you'd leave us a review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. It helps us grow our podcasts and reach as many people as we can to help them understand the world of real estate investing. You can also find some short form content on TikTok. Our TikTok is at the Homeboys Podcast, where you can learn even more about the power of real estate. Till next time, homies. Happy investing.